Hello, everybody. So, sorry about that. Small technical difficulty. Uh, welcome to Game Masters Under Dark, where uh, we get together and discuss your questions and give some tips for running tabletop RPGs. Uh, we know it's been a while, uh, so I think maybe some reintroductions might be necessary. I'm Will, uh, one of your Game Masters and the newest out of the usual trio um, that we have. But uh, tonight I'm joined by Matt R., who is always he here is with centric. me. Yeah. He's fabulous. I'm sorry, you said reintroduction, and that's how I want to introduce him now. Oh, I'm sorry, I apologize. Centric, the fabulous. The, uh, forgot what that one word was, and everybody had a whole thing about it. Remember that? Histrionic? Histrionic? Histrionic. The guy that forgets the word histrionic often? That's yeah. me. <laughs> that <are>. <laughs> <laughs> yes, so, um, again, for those of you who might be new... Uh, we do normally have a third member, uh, Matt H., uh, who is not here. Uh, this is not our full-time jobs, as you guys can tell, between our upload schedules. So, um, you know, work, uh, for me, school, uh, and uh, I have a child. So, you know, life. Um, but all that being said, uh, we are here to finish up a the, the three-part series that we started, seems like forever ago, um, looking at... Uh, ability scores and how they're used uh this to finish up we're actually looking at intelligence and wisdom um so if you want to take a look at what we've done i'm going to put a card in the uh upper i think it's this corner nope that corner i always get confused it works weird um things are backwards but um we were we're gonna look at uh, intelligence and wisdom. Oh, um, this is gonna be a heavy episode, dude. Yeah, this one is. Yeah, this one's pretty <laughs> pretty important. Uh, we saved, in my opinion, the best for last. Well, no, I'm I'm the charisma guy, but uh, really the best for last because intelligence and wisdom are two of the most commonly used skills. You will so. every if you ever play D and D, and you've ever played with a new person, it's always been like. What's the difference? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, so let's start there. So before I, uh, I have a character sheet pulled up. So before we get into the, I, I will say, technical aspects of what intelligence and wisdom are, um, the easiest way uh, to remember it, especially as a new DM, is uh, intelligence is book smarts, wisdom is street smarts. Well, I got a thing. I got a thing, too. That's oh. the way to remember it. Okay, go for it, yeah. Uh, so I got, I got this, got this cool chart. For those of you li um, just listening, he's pointing to a chart behind him. Sorry, for those that are listening, I, yeah. got this, I got four pieces of paper on some cardboard, and uh, it's where all my D and D quick notes are. Everything's there. Anyway, so on it, I have wisdom equals awareness senses, and then example Tarzan a good one that's a think about it intelligence is deductive investigation and interpretation example sherlock holmes yeah no i get that one i'm still not up on the tarzan i would have went it's tarzan bro tarzan is smart i would have went but he doesn't know how to read right okay okay I'm... that's why he needs that that jane <laughs> yes they are. I want to see Tulak make that video. Tarzan and Jane. <laughs> Jane, Jane is 
a soft spot in my heart. I also don't read well. <laughs> oh, Lord. I need to learn. <laughs> well, I think... Oh, God, I'm going to ignore it. Uh, we're going to... Uh, so, I think what we'll do is just looking at the character sheet, we're going to start with intelligence first. Um, so... The way that uh, Wizards of the Coast has defined intelligence um, is intelligence measures mental acuity, accuracy of recall, and the ability to reason. Um, so the checks that are intelligence checks, um, specifically these are the skill checks portions of this, are arcana or arcana, history, investigation, nature, and religion. Uh, the biggest of those is investigation <laughs> every day <laughs> yeah I use that all the time <laughs> yeah i was going to say i think uh uh and we'll get into um perception here uh in a little bit but uh i'm real big on doing the passives just to kind of keep things moving um i know that's not necessarily the way they're meant to be done um but you know what, I'll hold off on getting too much into investigation because we're going to have to talk about that in perception because that's one that I think even myself uh, messed up a lot. Um, but... Perception? Yes, it is. It's a wisdom check. Oh, it is wisdom. See, and this is why we do it, because even we forget, guys. <laughs> I was like, wait, I always need insight, and that's because perception is important. Uh, Anyways, we'll get there. Gotcha. We're, yeah, so we'll get there. So, uh, Arcana, is, uh, I, don't, I don't, yeah, Arcana uh, measures your ability to recall lore about spells, magic, basically anything magical. Uh, history is, I mean, think just back to school, uh, anything history related that's um, non-magical. Yeah, wars, he, you know, legendary heroes, um, things like like if uh, the le a good example would be um, 9 11. <laughs> uh, I was gonna go with the Arthurian legend uh, of the Holy Grail, but uh, um, yeah, sorry, I was not ready for that. Um, we're not doing this. Nope. <laughs> I'm not doing it. Um, I'm going to move on. I'm not. Mm -mm. Let's. Uh, uh, that yes. Uh, well, especially because I, I, like I said, in the investigation, perception, insight, that's a big thing. Um, the next thing, though, that is intelligence-based is nature. Uh, so it measures your ability to recall lore about terrain, plants, animals, weather, nature cycles. Um, basically, like a, you're a walking almanac. Uh, oh, I might be dating myself there. I don't know if anybody uses that anymore. <laughs> yeah. Um, moving on. <laughs> um, the, uh, the the next the actual skill check is also religion. Again, same thing applies. Um, your it's the ability to recall lore about deities, rites, prayers, religious hierarchies. You get it. So I think the the big thing here um, that I've uh, I can say is the, the, the key term is lore, which is typically things that are written down. Typically. 
Um, so that's why I say intelligence is. Right, right. Right, but that could also be something like if you're a wizard, especially because you have a spell book, that would be written down. So that's uh, just a good example of that. So um, other than investigation, all of these are things that you typically could like go to a library, read, and like, oh, okay, I now know about whatever it is you read. Um, some other things for intelligence checks. Um, some of these are especially important in newer modules if you're playing uh, pre-written campaigns like this first bullet point here, communicate with a creature without using words. Um, so Wild Beyond the Witchlight, uh, which we've started um, in our like little personal game, we haven't quite gotten too deep into it. Oh, yeah, cool. I love that part. Um, but a lot of the that, that campaign was written to be non-combat oriented. It's like the, the, the writers even came out and said that like you can fight, but a lot of the, the encounters are purposefully with monsters and creatures high above what would be a normal safe combat encounter um, because they want you to use more passive methods like talking um, and things like that. So imagine if Alice in Wonderland was deciding, you know what? I'm going to take out a bunch. <laughs> yeah, not... In the, in the original story, not in the, in the Tim Burton one, because she did. <laughs> I don't know. I haven't seen that one. I'm a I'm a I'm a sucker for the original. Uh, but uh, a little girl fighting a big old caterpillar, even. Yeah. Probably caterpillar's gonna win. So talking, these skills will come in handy. <laughs> yeah. Um. Some some other things. Um. Intelligence wise. Um. Pull together a disguise to pass as a city guard. That would be, I think, something if you don't have like disguise self or you know, uh, disguise kit. Yeah. This would be like oh. I know what they look like in this city. We just need to yeah. find everything. Um, that's, that's, a good, that's a good point, too, because when it, when it comes to those those things like the disguise or lockpicking and that kind of stuff, sometimes players think, I can't do it because I don't have that. Whereas if you can pass a skill check in certain times, you can do it. You just didn't have the kit or the power, like the superpower to do it. You can still do it. You can, like, yeah, you definitely can, and I think um, that's where, as a as a DM, obviously you have to look at um, like whatever the DC is. So, like if you don't have a thieves kit where you yeah. can lock pick, um, that it is obviously much much harder to uh, to pick a lock. Uh, but in that case, I might say if you're in like a say an urban area, I might make you do an investigation check, and it's like let's see if you can find something to do this with. Right. Um, or even like a history check. Well, then I would say I I'm I do this a lot because if they don't have like if they can't really pick a lock, maybe do a history check, then make them give us a reason of why they know how to open this door, and it's not just a regular lock. And then you would be like, oh, what the hell? As a player, you'd be like, what, what does that mean? And then you could come up with a cool, new, intricate way of how to open a door. <laughs> yeah, that, and that's, um, to point that out, that's actually, that's something much more up Matt's alley. That's not something I would necessarily do. Uh, to, to, it, you know, full 
full disclosure, I, I would kind of be like, 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 like a like a fingerprint reader. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> no, and, and yeah, and that's um. I mean, yeah, everybody runs that a little differently. I like that's one of the reasons why I like playing in in Matt's games is uh, he he kind of lets you uh, very much bend the bend, very much bend the rules. Um, where I'm much more I'm much I don't want to say rigid because I'm kind of like no, that seems like it would work. That's fine, but I, I'm also not as imaginative as Matt. So, um. Imagination, just. Imaginative. I don't know if that's right, but. Imaginativeness, not sure how to follow yet. It's just leaking. You are, you are. It's there though. Okay. You can turn it up. You can open that faucet. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll. That's what we're working on. Um, I don't know. I was uh, stuttering there. Um, so again, I'm gonna bypass investigation real quick because that's gonna be a part of a much bigger conversation. Um, but let's look at wisdom checks. So again, these are the skill checks that you use, like your proficiency plus your um, your bonuses, you know, from uh, each stat. So we have animal handling, which is um, like keep a mount from getting spooked, calming down a wild uh, a domesticated animal. Um, this one is a little different. I'm not used, this, but intuit an animal's intentions. So maybe if you're like, ooh, I know that that dog is is aggressive just because of you know how it's more growling so or it's more yeah like like maybe the way it's yeah there you go there you go um insight again i'm gonna skip on a month at it with perception and uh investigation because again those are used quite a bit uh a medicine check um so if you have a medicine if you have proficiency in uh the medicine kit and you have one on you, you can actually uh, use that roll to uh, to stabilize them. So if they're at zero, instead of having to make death saves, if you can get to them, you pass the, the DC, um, you can stabilize them. Um, that's something that uh, I think was in the, in the DMG, but I know for sure is in Xanathar's. Um, so that's, I love using those rules as you guys, uh, as... Um, People who have watched us for a little while know I love Xanathar's Guide to Everything, so um, <laughs> that that's why I know that so much. But um, yeah, it's it can be really helpful, and it doesn't. And if you can stabilize somebody, especially say after combat, um, you might you know you don't have to use necessarily a potion or things like that. Like if you can just get them to where you need to be for a long rest, you you saved yourself some resources. Um, again, I'm gonna bypass perception real quick. Uh, and survival, though, that's another wisdom check. So that allows you to like follow tracks, hunt game, um, like notice if there's certain monsters nearby, um, avoid it says like avoid quicksand or other natural hazards. So anything that will keep you alive, basically, in the wilderness. Um, another thing you could use wisdom for, and this is where I say the street smarts come in, you get a gut feeling about what course of action to follow. Uh, so that would not be necessarily a specific skill check. That would just be, all right, roll wisdom. Just straight wisdom. Yeah. That's that uh, <laughs> remaining monkey thing you drill. Tarzan. Okay. <laughs> Good. 
Yes, so it's it's you know it's following that that gut instinct. Um, so even in D and D, if you're a new DM or you're new players, that is a thing, and you can roll for it. <laughs> I mean, you can pretty much roll for whatever you want. Um, but that's a perfect example of um, if they're like, "Man, we have two options. I'm not sure what to do." Um, Matt knows this. I don't do it as much anymore. But when we first started playing, I would roll a D twenty on certain decisions because I'm like, I don't know, and if it, I'm doing it. I got what I do. <laughs> Actually, yeah, I still do. Uh, I, I didn't think I did it as much, but now that you say it out loud, I do. But that's not a bad thing. Yeah, because sometimes, um, especially in my case, uh, for our actual play game, um, the two characters that I've been running, my main character and the sidekick, um, you guys both knew, um, spoiler alert, I guess, they were not meant to be my long-term characters. So it, it it has been uh, we've talked about this off camera obviously but like it's been harder for me to get into character because I knew I wasn't keeping them so I, I rolled a lot more because I was like oh no <laughs> um, however the next character I have uh, uh, Matt Matt finally gave me his blessing uh, and I'm so excited <laughs> you laugh you knew I would not make that character until you said it was okay I literally waited. And now it's here. Uh, but we'll talk about that later. Um, so, yes. Uh, wisdom is anything, like I said, that you think might be a street smart thing. Um, gut instincts is, is the best way, to, uh, a good way to put that. Um, that. I know. I was trying to avoid them. Uh, <laughs> I don't know why. Probably because they're, they're so intertwined. Um, that either have one or the other and not always both and so sometimes you might have two players one is great at intelligence one's great at wisdom and you kind of want them both to pass the check so i will always put up the option between two two skills i'd be like hey hey will i know you're good at intelligence so either you can give me a, a nature check you know, mm-hmm. if you want to, or you can give me a medicine check, that kind of thing. I do that because I was like, he, he might, maybe, yeah, he did have a high intelligence, but maybe he's more so of a medicine guy, and so he's got more pluses than that. And that goes with the other players, too. Other players at the table will be like, okay, well, I'm not that great in nature, but yeah, medicine. And so uh, these specific abilities, wisdom and can be used to check the same situation, uh, but the knowledge they get from it is different. I mean, we played games where you guys have both passed the checks, but the information I give you specifically to your characters are specific mm-hmm. to the check. Like, oh, you know this because of your survival check that the twigs of the trees are all broken. You know they've got that one. Whereas somebody in a history check will know straight up being like, well, you can see the smokestacks from here, from the town far away. And you know, history check, that that's the town of Galal. <laughs> and yeah. so you're like, they, then together, a 
as players were being like, that's the town of Galar. And then the other players were like, they went that way. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Um, so let's take a look here. Um, that That's a great way to look at it. Um, and we do. Yeah, you're right. We definitely do always, uh, especially uh, you give us multiple options. Um, but and that's something to keep in mind. I was saying, but I didn't mean it, but uh, I did it again. That's one of those things where, again, as a DM, you can get creative. Um, now, if you're obviously in like an urban area, survival might be a little tougher because you're not seeing as much wilderness um however that doesn't mean that you can't say oh you see uh, a trail of rats leading going to a back door or you s- ants yeah yeah it, it can yeah it can be anything like that so um always be uh try to be anyways open-minded about um allowing your players to shine because uh, like if you have a uh, Ranger is a class that's not used a lot, but it is very much a wisdom-based class, and a lot of them are survive. Their survival skills are great. Um, you always want to try to give your players a chance to shine. If they want to play a, that kind of a character, a scout, or um, you, anything, yeah. yeah. So try try to find ways to do that um, if you can, because it's uh, if not, it kind of uh, makes a player feel. Like they did all that for nothing. Yeah. Nobody wants to feel that much. Exactly. Exactly. Um, so let's though take a look at the um, how uh, perception and investigation specifically are uh, are used. But we're gonna do. I want to do insight first. And the reason I'm doing these three is these are three that if you use uh, again, not I say this I have to say this almost every episode. Not a sponsor. D and D Beyond. Once you've created your character. Um, you'll see there's three skills that you get passive skills in perception, investigation, and insight. So, um, before I get too much into, uh, I'm going to go through insight first and then explain kind of what the passive portion of that is for, (coughs) excuse me. So for insight, uh, insight determines whether you can determine the true intention of a creature, such as when searching out a lie or predicting someone's next move. Doing so involves gleaning clues from body language, speech habits, and changes in mannerisms. Um, so, as a, again, I always preface this for anybody who's new. Um, as a, the newer DM, a lot of times you might forget to like, you might make a certain, you might forget the, to, to act it out, I guess is the way I was just trying to get at. So, if you're sitting here just like, uh, so, yeah, the NPC says this, or he does that. You can do that, or you can say, well, uh, you, you see this a lot with, uh, like, Matt Mercer, um, Brandon Lee Mulligan especially. Those are the two that uh, um, most people are familiar with. B-Dave, I think, does this as well. Um, Satine. A lot of the, the, the big-time DMs, they actually act it out. They don't say, the NPC says this. They're just like, they act that character out. And they'll sometimes, you know, do an eyebrow raise, or they'll, what? Who? What? You know, like, if something gets said, they act it out as if, that might be a clue to somebody. And when you watch the players, they'll say, can I roll insight to see what happened? <laughs> like, can I tell if they're doing something? That's true. No, no, no. That's, no, 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 well, that's what I was going to say. that 
Well, right. Well, no, th- I, and that's what I was going to, that's where I was getting to is that a lot of times people want to DM and stuff because they see these guys, these, these people. And it's like, that's a learned skill. <laughs> like these, they're professionals. It, there's nothing wrong with, um, cause I do this a lot. I'll say, well, yeah, he does. He does this. He says that I, I, I do it all the time. And sometimes giving that, uh, as he looks at the ground, he says this or, uh, he folds his arms across his chest and looks you up and down. <coughs> you know, giving those kind of descriptors um, can sometimes give your players hints. Now, whether or not they pass the appropriate uh, DC or skill check, that's a whole other conversation. Um, but you can at least give them something. If you're not comfortable acting that out or if you don't think you're good at acting those things out, um, just vocalize it. <laughs> And because um, giving your players something is better than giving them nothing. Um, that, that's that's something I've learned uh, over time is I would rather say, oh, yeah, the blacksmith says this. And they say, well, what did he mean by that? Oh, we'll roll for it and go from there. Um, so that that long windedness uh, coming out uh, passive checks. Um, you'll I mentioned those. So passive checks, it's a special kind of ability check where you don't use any die rolls. A check can represent the average result for a task done repeatedly, such as searching for secret doors over and over again, or can be used when the DM wants to secretly determine whether the characters succeed at something without rolling dice, such as noticing a hidden monster. Um, so the best thing I can example I can give is... If uh, in the Lost Minds of Phandelver, which is the starter kit adventure, the very first thing you, you come across is a set of four goblins that are hiding. And as a DM, you have to roll their stealth, but it literally says you can have the players roll or use their passive. You can use either one. Yeah. Um, I just recently started using passive. Yeah. And And I think that's something that I've kind of adopted early on. Because for me, it's a pace of uh, pace of play thing. So where I'm like, if this is a perception role, uh, what what's your guys' passives? And I usually have them written down so I can look at it, and I'll be like, Matt, your character sees this. Um, you don't see anything. <laughs> you know what? It, or it's kind of like a, if you know the passives for wisdom, you know which ability stuff helps most most people. And then um, you you don't need to necessarily. Mm-hmm. And then whether they want to investigate it further with another check, that's that's an actual DM check. <laughs> exactly. Um, and so the the big thing is perception is uh, I'm gonna I wanna read the actual definition here. It lets you spot, hear, or otherwise detect the presence of something. It measures your general awareness of your surroundings and the keenness of your senses. That's the Tarzan Matt was talking about. Um, <laughs> so for example, you might hear, try to hear a conversation through a closed door, eavesdrop. So it's those kinds of things. It's, it's it's not something that you're necessarily going, um, you might see, but it's more like, hey, uh, some guy was running down the street. Did I get a good look at him? Yeah. And. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah. Or you could roll a one and it's like, you might have seen a shadow, you know. Or you get that nat 20 and it's like, yeah, you saw every fiber of hair and <laughs> and everything like that. So um, the perceptions are things that that are, are really, uh, we use them at least for more for like hearing or like, a, 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 like I like the general presence kind of thing. Um, like what kind of vibe, like does that person pass the vibe check? <laughs> and <laughs> and it's like mm, something weird about this guy. Not necessarily that they're lying to you, which would be an insight check, but there's just something about them. Like I'm trying to see do I, do I notice they're standing a certain way or uh, do I smell a certain thing? Those things that are um, that are more like oh that reminds me of something. Whereas investigation is you're actively looking for something. Um, so like the reason they mention, um, I think it was uh, under passive perception. Um, it It's the like looking for a secret, searching for a secret door. Searching is an active thing. That's investigation. Um, but perception, I think that one as a passive is more. Um, do, do you like, like, like it's, do you smell something, um, or do you notice out of the corner of your eye, maybe somebody's watching you. Did you catch a, get a good look at them? It's those things that might be there. Whereas investigation is like, no, those things are there. You're just trying to find them. Yeah. So that's a, that's a big difference though. Cause like, mm-hmm. Yeah, and and um, I know you're you're again you're really good about this. Is even if you get like a really low roll, you'll be like, oh, you might find like a napkin on the floor, and it looks like there might have been some writing on it, but the writing is smudged. Okay, look, man, it's not helpful, but I found something. Yeah. Like, and then I can be like, who's sitting at this table? Well, you know, then, but I mean, at least it it leads the story on. Yeah. Um, Mm -hmm. absolutely so those two um they often get confused though um a lot of times people will call for perception when it should have been insight and vice versa so just remember if it's something that you are actively looking for that's investigation perception is um oh you notice that like in this tavern there's a lot of elves but there's a gnome just sitting in the corner like, that's a perception thing. You're not looking for that. It's something you just kind of notice. And it might not mean anything to you. But if you rolled for perception, I might I might mention that. Like, you kind of notice that it's a little out, out, you know, out of place because it's there's a lot of L's and there's just a random gnome sitting in a corner. <laughs> or a drawer, or, you know, whatever, just as an example. So it, that's one of those things where, like I said, you might notice it. It might mean something. It might be nothing, but... You weren't looking for that. You just happened to see it. So, um, I mean, that's, I tr- I'm trying to simplify this because it is something that gets m- mixed up quite a bit. Um, but again, if you're ever curious, um, if you're using digital resources, obviously, like I always say, D&D Beyond, 
yeah, there's so many D and D Beyond. Uh, I think Roll Twenty even has some of the stuff in there. Free compendium. Um, the basic rules from the Wizards website goes over this, and those are free. <laughs> um, so there's all kinds of resources. Um, if you're not sure, you know, download the PDF, print it off, highlight, sticky tabs, whatever you got to do, um, uh, because as long as it doesn't bring play to a screeching halt, there's nothing wrong with saying, hey, guys, give me just a second. Let me look it up. Okay, cool. Go. Um, otherwise, I always, uh, I think we've said this before, like, make your best judgment call and then maybe afterwards discuss it. <laughs> you know, have that, have, that, have that open dialogue of, hey, I'm not sure. I don't want to take this. You know, this is taking a little longer than I thought. We'll do it this way and then we'll clarify afterwards. Um, Oh yeah, oh yeah, for sure. Like especially if I like say do this check, and then there's the math and all that stuff. Uh, is that the right check to do math? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, well, what what check should I make? <laughs> yeah, but but we we also uh have a lot of trust in each other. Yeah. So it's kind of like. Usually, and again, usually me and Matt are on the same page, like, well, it should be this. And if both of us are on the same page, you're like, yeah, fine, then do that. And if we're different, you're just like, then do the one I said because we have, you guys can't agree, so we'll figure it out later. Uh, <laughs> so it's like best two out of three. Um, but but that's a good way to do that. If, if, you know, if you can, if people, if the other, if the, you know, if everybody's in agreement on, no, this is what it should be. Again, as a DM, yes, you're kind of running this game, but you're playing it with your players, I, I see this a lot on uh, especially like Crit Crab's YouTube page. Uh, check him out because I love his content. Uh, it's a good of it's a good what not to do as a DM, but you see you see that a lot where the DM fights the players, and um, I really look at it more like you're you're just narrating their story. You're playing with them, not against them. So even if you're like, "Ooh, this is off the rails, and I don't like this," uh, I'm that guy. Matt will tell you, I hate when they do stuff I'm not ready for. I'm like, I panic and I freak. But go with it. This is their story. And a lot of times your players uh, will come up with something better than you ever could. <laughs> um, because it's their it's their imagination. It's what they want to play. And so that's, that's super important. Um, but communication is key. I will say that every episode until this channel shuts down. Uh, communication. If and if, like I said, if it's going to bring your game to a screeching halt, put a pin in it. Discuss it afterwards, um, because there's no reason in ruining everybody's fun, because you know you're you're stuck on a rule or you know the way the way a spell works, things like that. You can you can always just make a one-time exception, come back to it, and do it the right way next time. So um, that's really all I I had this week, man. I try to like I said I want to wanted to keep these two pretty simple um they are the the two skills like i said especially investigation perception insight they're the ones you'll use the most for the mo you know for a lot of games um but sometimes simpler is better <laughs> so uh and anything you have to add good sir uh, no. <laughs> all righty guys well um Keep an eye out. Uh, we've done a couple of live episodes, uh, mostly doing book reviews for that. So uh, third-party books. I'm sure at some point um, we'll do maybe some adventure modules or things like that. New stuff's coming out all the time. Um, stay tuned, though. We're probably, you know, we're going to do a lot of those. 
Yes, I, I actually really like them. I was going to say, you have them, and we have them digitally now as well. Thank you, Matt H. Um, that would be sure. really cool. Then, like, we will, because then we can do the Benja model with these tattoos. We can. Besides. So. <laughs> yes. And so keep keep a lookout. We're, try, we're doing some more live stuff because a lot of times it's uh, easier. Um, even if one of us just wants to do an episode, we can. You know, we don't have to wait for the others. So keep an eye out on that, everybody. But as always, thank you so much. We appreciate you watching, listening, and um, we will see you guys next week. Have a great weekend and happy gaming.